Welcome to another edition of the Go Knows Podcast. I am your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me and my opinion. Other information comes from the Internet. Today is February 28th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, First segment is entitled Florida State football team needs to learn composure. Um, You know, I couldn't agree more with that statement. A lot of the uh, losses that we suffered last season was from a lack of composure. And uh, when you have a lack of composure, you commit uh, penalties. And um, we definitely committed a lot of bonehead uh, penalties. And, um, you know, I think the team is a reflection of the coach. And, you know, we all know that um, Willie Taggart wasn't the greatest coach in the world and he probably wasn't the best coach for this uh, football team and I hate to keep slamming on Willie Taggart I'm pretty sure he's a very good person but he just wasn't the right fit for this program and and you know instead of just in the beginning getting rid of him and getting the guy that you wanted after the athletic director left you stuck with him and that's basically why we why we're at the position that we're at right now um but just from the bonehead penalties from the taunting the talking you know giving up 10 15 yard plays and getting up and you know beating your chest and stomping like you just gave up a 15 yard run pass whatever and you're getting up celebrating like you, you know, just stopped the guy on third and inches or something. And um, those are the small things. And I'm not going to, well, it's probably a big thing that um, Mike Norvell needs to correct. Composure, you know, staying focused and, you know, not letting your opponent make you upset to the point that you punch him in the face I've seen a couple of players do that um just you just need to um lock into the game and stay you know if a guy gets up and he pushes you just walk away it ain't it's not worth losing the game you know over something crazy so um I just hope that the coaching staff can instill the uh, right type of uh, discipline and right and the right type of mindset and you know this is it it also falls under maturity also um you know you're gonna have a lot of seniors on this team and they're gonna have to help the young guys the young guys are gonna follow what they do so you know i think you got a good group Marvin Wilson, Tamori and Terry, DJ Matthews, James Blackman. I think you got a good group of guys that can help this team focus. So 
Let me know what you think about that segment. Let us move on to the next segment, which is entitled Andre Cooper. Wide receiver, not celebrated enough. Um, uh, let's see. He came to Florida State with a uh, work done in 1993. He uh, won a national championship that year. First team all ACC wide receiver in 95 and 96. Um, he also was the most valuable player of the 1996 Orange Bowl, um, which defeated Notre Dame. Cooper was inducted into the Orange Bowl Hall of Fame in 2014. His 15 touchdowns in 1995 is a single season record. And um, he didn't really have a great pro career he only played uh three seasons one with the seahawks two with the broncos um and he's actually from he's actually from camden south carolina forever i thought he was from neptune beach but he just went to high school down there um maybe it was one of those deals where he was just born in camden south carolina and just moved to florida and he, you know, that's just the place where he was born at. But um, I remember this guy having great hands, very slender. Um, they got him listed at 6'2", 210. I don't remember him ever weighing that much. I remember him being a real slender receiver, ran great routes, great hands, um, above average speed, uh, could separate from defenders, could... Um, he could outmaneuver defenders. He could jump. I mean, I don't know why he didn't catch on in the pros. Um, for whatever reason, he just didn't. He went undrafted. Um, they really don't have a lot of information on him. Yeah, so he didn't really do a lot in the pros, but I mean, he was one of the he was one of the all time greats, man. In my opinion, he got the most receiving touchdowns in a single season in um, FSU history. So that that should tell you something about this guy. Um, phenomenal athlete he was runner-up Mr. Basketball in high school and um, runner-up uh, Mr. Football and uh, football he was runner-up Mr. Football also and he was a USA Today first team All-American so this guy was this guy was a primetime talent coming out of high school man and he's just one of those guys that are not celebrated enough you don't even hear about Andre Cooper anymore um, so let me know what you think about that segment. All right. And my next segment is entitled taking my first look at the Florida State baseball team. Mike Martin Jr. His first season. And you I mean, he's in the shadow of his dad, man. I mean, that's just I just respect him alone for that for ta for taking the job. 
and being in the shadow of his father who's like a legend um I mean they got all these world series appearances all these regional championships and um tournament appearances and um conference tournament champions and just you know this is a legendary baseball program that Mike Martin uh created man and um I mean, all these guys that are in the pros, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's insane, man. And uh, just looking at how they're doing so far, I think they've only lost one game to Niagara, that's the opener. Yeah, they lost 3-1. to one. Then they beat Niagara the next game 24-4. to four. And they are currently 6-1. and one. The game against Jacksonville on the 25th got canceled due to inclement weather. They play Florida Atlantic today. So, they actually got a two-game series with Atlantic, Florida Atlantic on Friday and Saturday. Then Texas Tech. Then Texas Tech comes into town. So, they actually play two different teams this weekend. So this team this team is always good and Mike Martin Jr is doing a great job thus far. Um I hope he doesn't feel any pressure to uh live up to his dad's uh you know standard. Um I mean, and Mike Martin Jr is only 47 years old. I know that some of the younger listeners thinks that thinks that thinks that is ancient, but that's like relatively young. But he <laughs> he looks older than that. I mean, coaching has a way of aging certain people. So I wish Mike Martin Jr. all the success in the world, and I'll be following this uh, fo- uh, baseball team from here on out. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. I'm gonna move on to the next segment, which is. Entitled, Is Getting a Football Fix Daily a Problem? Um, I don't think it's a problem. I just think at this time of the year, you know, if you love football, you're always looking for something to, you know, spark your interest. And, uh, you know, that's why I post this uh, podcast on a daily basis. I just, you know, I love talking Florida State football. I love talking football in general. Um, I think when you find something that you love to do, you should do it. Um, you know, nothing can be a problem as long as it's not causing a problem. If it's not causing a health problem or, you know, it's not causing you a financial problem, as long as it's healthy, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it shouldn't be an issue. And, uh, I just think that, um. You know, football is one of the greatest games ever created. I mean, because if you've played it, you go through so many things as a football player. Adversity, happiness, I mean, triumph. It's a microcosm of life. And, um, you know, who knows? Um, 
you know, one day football, you know, could be a global game. I've, I did a, uh, I've did an episode on that. I mean, I would love to see something like that. Um, so let me know what you think about that segment. Moving on to the next segment, which is entitled NCAA Basketball Tournament versus College Football Playoff. Which is better? Uh, obviously, I think the, the basketball tournament is better. I mean, although the teams are selected in the basketball tournament and they don't usually put the right teams in the right place, in my opinion, at least you have more little guys with a shot. And, you know, the Cinderella type story is more celebrated in basketball, whereas in football, it's this is a football is a money machine. So they don't really care. If I, I just you'll never see like a a uh, Boise State in there. I mean, Boise State would have to, you know, play every SEC powerhouse and win by a hundred touchdowns to get in. They're never getting in the college football playoff. It's always going to be, you know, SEC and everybody else. Ever since Auburn got left out of that. BCS game, BCS championship game, no SEC champion <laughs> has been left out of the national title picture since. Do your research. And the only thing that can drive that is money. I, I would I would bet anything that. The SEC went to the networks and said, if y'all ever leave us out again, you'll never televise another SEC game. So, that's what I really believe. But, the uh, NCAA basketball tournament is the better tournament. More games, um, more teams, Cinderella story. A team, any team can get hot and just win this thing. Whereas the college football playoff, you win two games, you're the champ. So uh, let me know which one you think is better, NCAA basketball tournament or college football playoff. Um, That's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Excuse me. It's available on YouTube. It's available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify Podcasts. If you're listening to this on YouTube, please go down to the description. Click on one of the links. Rate, review, and subscribe. I appreciate all the people who listen on a daily basis. I appreciate your support. I love you guys. And as always, go Knowles.